My mother is not comforting at all. The only thing I find comforting about my mom, when she's talking, it seems that her left and right ears are these two books that she has written with all her notes in it about conversational skills. I noticed something. When you learn to read German a little bit, that happens to your brain. Happened to my cousin's brain. Our great-grandfather was German Mennonite. And when you're around them, Michael's more imagery suited there when you're around him with a little bit of the notes that you're reading subliminally from him and a psychic power exists. Exists for my mom. My dad... His was his softball coaching. You'd see statistics in his notes, in his brain. I haven't had somebody note my notes yet. I noted my mom's notes, my dad's notes, and my cousin's notes. They're all subliminal notes that you get when you're around them. Now, there's other people in our family that have language notes. Younger ones that study language. And then there's... um. Other people where you get the sickness notes around them. My brother gets, uh, you get sickness notes around him because he studies mental illness because his younger brother, myself, has a mental illness. Now, if I had notes, I think my notes are Bible notes. People hear the Bible when they're around me is the way people have always treated me. And that's the way I have felt those things would be said if people knew what I was talking about, the notes. Now, the notes hang off the edge of your head to your shoulder. And when you somebody looks at you and talking with you, you see their notes and you can respond to them. Now, that's a psychic power that exists. You don't actually read the person's brain, more or less. Um, but you do see their notes. Uh, and that's how we learn to communicate with people that are all over the place. They have different backgrounds. When you're next to them, you have a psychic ability to see their notes, what they've written about, about conversational English before. And when you see those notes, it's easier to interact. But I wrote notes in high school on the Dead Sea Scrolls. That's why people don't talk to me. Uh, nobody can comprehend that genius that I used to write in in high school on the Dead Sea Scrolls. And uh, when people see my notes, they see the Aramaic and the Hebrew of the Dead Sea Scrolls as my notes. And then they think of my dad and they just leave me alone because my dad was a very quiet man who always asked to be left alone. And uh, so there's comfort there. There's, there's a guy down the street growing up. His notes were violin and I don't know why. I never asked, but it was violin. I thought it was my mom's violin that he was thinking about all the time. Uh, and that's all That's all I really know. And then the other kids, one was um, uh, Sesame Street in a, in a band were his notes that I could read to communicate to him psychically. And then there's uh, other kids whose notes were Football, you know, and a professional player is their notes. They're notated as professional players, even though they may not be playing professional ball.
So, my notes in sports is amateur, and people see amateur around me. Now, that is the key to what comfort is when we say anthropology, because our anthropology lessons always guide us to see what the person looks like. But if you really get to know somebody, their notes are beside each other. And you can see what, like, what they're interested in usually shows up on a little viewfinder that your temples read in your school. Your temples read those notes that are hanging from the side of their head to the edge of their shoulders and down to the middle of their shoulder blades. There's a book there, and it's their character. And you can read that, like the pages of any book, if you get good at it. And uh, the more you get to know somebody the more their book makes sense to you, but you won't want to directly reference their books. That's what happens in the phenomena of uh, extraterrestrial Abdullah Amagata, where those two sensors around each other sense one another, and you sense those things in your brain that seem to be around them that is uh, of character and study. In school. So my brother's sister always has cooking and book reading. But usually you don't pick up on the cooking. You do see the book reading, though, around the back of her neck. That's the way her book wears on her. And uh, what that is, is it's the uh, idea that the... Uh, king that is over them named Jesus wore a crown like similar to King Tut at one point. King David and King Tut and Jesus wore the same thing that way in the heavenlies. And in Jesus... You we're all considered to be a royal nation. So the idea that we're all royalty is not something that is commonplace. Royalty, as that matter, means we all wear a mantle. We're all prophets, priests, and kings. And we wear a mantle. And you, people can read your mantle. It's from the small portion of where your shoulder blades meet up to your shoulders and up to your brain above your brain a little bit um if you start reading the upper brain part you're getting into the mantle of the dove and when you see the dove you can give nicknames to people now there's the oven dove the toaster uh Two familiar names you might think of. The Oven Dove is George Bush. And the Toaster is um, considered to be a nickname also to someone in that same realm. Uh, what else other nicknames have we got out there? They got the... Well, there's curse words that are some people's nicknames in some parties. And then, but we can read the mantle. And a lot of times, when people are on camera, the camera actually picks up the mantle 
I mean, we can read parts of the mantle on film. So that's comforting to know that we're not just communicating verbally when we communicate. We're communicating within a mantle uh, where the soft cloth hangs over the shoulders and the top of the head. Uh, the shoulders uh, where, the, where it hangs to off the top of the head. And we begin to say to ourselves, you know, that's kind of funny sounding, but it's true. But it really, my sister Amanda, her mantle is math and dyslexia. You can see that in her, in her, uh, eyes but her mantle says she's good at math that's why she gets jobs certain places lots of people are trained on mantle and uh so a lot of times our mantles are on all of us equally endowed in different subjects so we appreciate one another and that's why we have all the wide range of classes in high school. My dad started the electives program at his high school when he became a teacher there. So remember that. The biggest thing to comfort is not psychology or uh, mind renewal, but that takes a good bit of portion of our ministry. We just love teaching about how the mind renews and how it becomes something. But I just spoke on individualism, and I wanted to mention that each and every one of us who believes in Jesus, uh, which is everyone in the world, has a knowledge of Jesus, wears a mantle. And you can be considered saved or lost, even if you have a mantle. So remember, just because you're spiritual doesn't mean that you trust Jesus. You must trust Jesus. Jesus was like one of the greatest leaders in the world, like several philosophers that have existed after him. But you must define your life with Jesus or you're not going to understand the philosophers after him. You have to grasp the gospel and the letters and see that although spirituality exists, I may not actually have God on my side. What does that mean, getting God on your side? It means that your mantle becomes visible no matter what production you've done and things of that nature. No matter what people have heard, when they see you, they can converse with you. It's called having a mantle, a prophetic mantle. And if you think you can understand things to say something into the future, that is not always what the prophetic mantle does. The prophetic mantle normally... Is quite a shy person. Not very outgoing, but they like to develop within those issues of self-consciousness. The purpose of communication, and that's the key to the prophet, is communication. And how do we communicate? We edify certain words to understanding to build 
a language system that is usable. But that is almost sheerly impossible to do with any effectiveness without the idea that we teach spirituality to keep to the individual. And that's what they mean by what Jesus is a personal savior. You worship Jesus in private is a certain practice while publicly the talk and the rhetoric is a little bit different. So did Jesus invent Facebook, you might want to say, to that. So we know we put things on Facebook sometimes that we don't want to talk about. And uh, just let people see about us and see how they treat us and see if they'll send us a letter to uh, agree again with one another and rediscover the mantles with each lesson. Like when my cousin, she always asked me to go out and walk and talk with her. And I'm going to email her right after this, but you have a hard time recognizing the mantle if you are a person who is listening to yourself to speak. You're listening to your own mantle. But the mantles lean on each other and it listens in to something that person might be listening into an interest that she might like to talk about or he might like to talk about um, or just for the plain fact to make sense to the person so you can communicate to get a hamburger. You can see it right there in that window of that hamburger shop where the mantle comes out with the woman who leans on her crossed arms and asks you what you want. And you see her mantle and you see cheese, fries, onions and you know to order correctly even though she was thinking something else you're going to see the mantle and the mantle is not the actual brain or mind it's the one mind above the human mind that comes from the holy spirit and it's not actually the holy spirit and it's not actually you either it's a part of the dynamics there and in that's when the mantle is applied and it is a physical thing. You don't believe it's that physical because you've been using one your whole life and so has your friends around you to communicate. Taking it a step higher is always the key to comfort. Take the education just slightly higher and make them reach for it and behave the same or just behave in generally very well once you take them to that higher step so after the higher step comes accountability you have to re-entrust jesus for comfort on the inner man and once that's accomplished one is called a communicator then you can communicate with things and uh it takes little practice then to let the full communication come out from your uh, God-headedness. And each person is the head of their own ministry. Even if you are a hand or a foot in the ministry, you're still head of that portion within yourself and with your own actions. You're not going to hear from the pastor what to do all the time. 
Um, so you have to develop the mantle aspect for when you're going out to the lady's um, apartment building and you're asking her if she wants to come together for hot dogs with the rest of the missionaries around the corner. Or can you bring her a hot dog from the grill that y'all have at the at the apartment complex, the uh, public apartment complex? It takes all those things because sometimes we try to think of things to say on pieces of paper and that's the stewardship of the mantle you want to try and steward it um usually you write down words you say or how you behave when you get there you don't ever write down what you're going to say when you get there because the person who's at that point might not let you say those things and you're so stuck on what you're going to say that you forget to say anything at all. So you have to remember all those things. And the best way to remember those things in the mantle is manners. Diagram all your talk based on manners. And uh, um, I know it's difficult, but I put out a medical tape on um, uh, presidential calling in America. There's some tapes on how to realize and uh, discern the medical field in which uh, is becoming a very open subject these days and you have to know how to diagnose yourself. Uh, you don't want to give too much away to the doctor, but you want to give them enough information to help you out. So those comforting things are uh, ideas that uh the doctorship exists in communications, and it exists even without going to school. Um, once you attain the idea that you can uh, uh, ask any question that you need to ask to get an answer that you need to get, you're pretty much at the PhD level um, because... The hard part is asking the questions. It's not actually knowing the information. Lots of people know information wherever you are. You have to learn how to ask the questions to get to the um, fellowship to where you can get the information you need to complete a task for other people. And that's usually what a PhD is. And then he's also an informant who educates on the subject matter and then he's a mathematician and a slight biologist. That's the uh, resolution of the restitute of the PhD. And, uh, but you have to learn to write on it and the skills are needed of the typing and the note taking and uh, notation giving on your papers. But, that's what it takes to get to the comfort of communications in the um, idea of mantle and telepathy. In the church, telepathy is called um, intuition. Um, uh, telepathy has a, a shortcoming note that it gives that mantle read to your own self so you can read your mantle and other people's mantles and know what to say and do based off questioning the mantle 
you question the mantle, and the mantle gives you the words to say as you have already learned conversational English, which gets the conversation started.